Yo, welcome back to the Dre and Daz podcast. We are back. We have a little bit of a shorter episode for you today. Um, yeah, everyone's been mad busy. We're going to be back next week with a proper podcast where we're all going to be in it. And it's going to be a longer one. But yeah, we thought we would just do something for today so we get some content out. So we're just going to go around and ask for everyone's views and wrap-ups of what's been happening this week, their opinion on their teams, maybe they talk about what's been going on with the other teams as well. So yeah, let's get straight into it. Starting with my one, I'm going to talk about the Arsenal game that happened against Nottingham Forest. Big result, needed that, needed that a lot. Um, Coming off the back of a victory before that, but two losses before that and a big break in Dubai. Arsenal needed to win going into the Liverpool game on the weekend. Massive three points. It looked like it could potentially slip up towards the end. Some sloppy defending. I personally blame Zinchenko because if he had of brought his line higher with Saliba, Gabriel and Ben White, if you watch it, Zinchenko was lacking. Um, and that, that actually played um, the attacker for Nottingham Forest onside. And then that led to the goal. Zinni again. But I think it was a impressive performance. I think Arsenal dominated the game. But again, it's just the same issues of putting it away. Like I think Arteta's like managed the team well in the sense where the tactics are set up to put Arsenal in the best position to score. And then it's all about the quality. And I think this is the difference between Arsenal and Liverpool. Um, specifically, because City are just an all-round juggernaut. But I think Liverpool are a bit more comparable to Arsenal. Um, I wouldn't say that Liverpool's defence is miles better than Arsenal. They've they've obviously been better in the past 10 games, so to say. But for the majority of the season, Arsenal had the best defence. We've just been lacking in certain areas recently, and I think Liverpool have a way more experienced defence and one of the best defenders of all time in Van Dijk in regards to the Premier League. Um, but I just think... What Liverpool have over us is that attack and that ruthlessness and that clinical edge that Diaz has. And I think Nunes is now playing really well. I think obviously he's not the most well-known goal scorer, but Jota will bring that. Salah will bring that. If Nunes isn't scoring, he's bringing other players in. Sort of what Jesus is doing. But it's different for Arsenal because Jesus is doing that, but Martinelli and Saka aren't scoring as much as Diaz, Salah, Jota, all these other guys are. Um, also like to quickly mention Bradley as well, doing a fantastic job against against Chelsea. And that's another difference between Klopp and Arteta that people say about Klopp bringing through the youth. Um, so yeah, two big differences there. But looking to the game on Sunday against Liverpool, but I can't lie, man, I'm worried. I'm worried because people are saying this person's out, this person's out for Liverpool. Obviously, we know the ones that are out for Arsenal party. And the obvious one, Timber and all that. It's going to be a weird game, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be a weird game because Arsenal need to come out fast. We need to score. We need to win. Liverpool can walk away with a draw and be fine. Obviously, Liverpool will want to win. They've come here two weeks ago and won against, won against us in the FA Cup. Um, but with City breathing down their necks, you don't really want to give them any incentive at all. So they'll want to win. But Arsenal need the win. They need to win. So we have to come out guns blazing. But the way that we play is perfect for the way Liverpool want to play. Because 
we like to have the ball, we like to dominate the game and have a slow build-up to get to the opposition's net. But Liverpool don't mind us doing that. They don't want to dominate the whole game. They're going to hit us on the counter, especially when they play us. Um, and I think the way they're going to break on us, depending on how we play, I think it's going to be a big choice for Arteta to either play Jorginho or play Havertz or Smith-Rowe because he played Smith-Rowe instead of Havertz the last game. So you're either going to have a diamond or a triangle of Rice. Rice will definitely start. Odegaard will definitely start. But who's playing in that eight? Um, it could even be Rice because if you bring in Jorginho to play CDM and you bring in Rice, you've got a lot more cover for them counters. But Arsenal's problem is that we don't score. So you need to put someone in there to score. And I think Smith-Rowe, even though he didn't score last game, I think he played really well. If you look at the movement he did in that game, um, a lot of the transitions he was involved in, he just seemed a bit more on it than Havertz. But with Hazard, with, with Havertz, there's a bit more physicality. There's a bit more... Well, he's much taller, firstly. And you can tell the way Arsenal play. Raya relies on Havertz a lot when he kicks out the ball randomly. Because he usually kicks it in the direction of, Haz in, of, of Havertz. Because you know that he's the most likely to get his head on it. Because clearly he's the tallest. I think he's the tallest in the whole Arsenal team. So it's going to be a very interesting game. My prediction for the match. I generally do think Arsenal will win. Just because Arsenal have to. They have to win. But again, that could also go against them in regards to pressure. Liverpool are coming in calm. They need to win to get away from City. But for Arsenal, see, it's, it's literally do or die. You win and you're still in the title race and you close that gap. You lose eight points off Liverpool. It's looking peak. Um, but I generally do think Arsenal will win. They're at home. We've started clicking. And I think the result is going to be 2-1 to Arsenal Daz what are you saying wow I don't even know where to begin alright let's start from the top you know um, after the Middlesbrough and Fulham matches both Chelsea and Liverpool are in the Carabao Cup final um, both teams looking to win a trophy for their respective manager both for completely different reasons I think with Chelsea they've been in such a slump as of recently with Poch that this might be the only bright spark they they have for the rest of the season and maybe their only way to get into Europe. Because at this rate, I can't even see him hitting 50 points by the end of the season. Um, remember that prediction, by the way. But yeah, it's um, it seems like their players like to pick and choose when they decide to show up. You know, one minute, all their attackers want to be fired on all cylinders and then they come to Anfield and it's like they forgot their shooting boots or something. Um, but, you know, congratulations to both teams. I'm sure that will be a great day out in Wembley for both sets of fans. Um, as for Liverpool, uh, I'm sure everyone's heard by now the news that Jurgen Klopp will be stepping down as Liverpool manager at the end of the season. Um, came out as quite a surprise to a lot of people. I knew that he had a contract run into the end of, well, to the summer of 2026. But, you know, I think he said that he was basically tired or exhausted or just needed to have a break from football. Um, I think that was a sad day for a lot of Liverpool fans. He, since the Premier League era, we've had moments of, you know, 
moments of glory and little bits of success, but we never really had a team that could have a sustained period of high-class quality on the pitch. And since Jurgen Klopp came, he sort of raised the standards for the whole club, um, constantly competing for trophies for most of the seasons that he's been here. So he'll be a great miss to Liverpool fans. Probably, well, I'll say he's Liverpool's greatest manager in the Premier League era. Possibly top five managers in the Premier League era for the job that he's done. And being one of the only managers to properly compete with Manchester City during their reign. Um, but no, I, I wish Jurgen Klopp and his background, background staff the, the best of luck in their future endeavours. Um, it was emotional, I can't lie. Um, I didn't really want to talk about football after I heard that he was leaving. But hopefully this news really spurs on the rest of the players to push on and go for all four trophies, which I actually think is attainable this season. You know, <clears throat> you look at each competition, we're in the Carabao Cup final against Chelsea, who historically we've, well, we've drawn against them a lot, but we've beaten them this season now. And in finals, I think we've won on penalties for the last three or four times, which is not a bad record to hold against them. Uh, you look in the FA Cup, knocking out Arsenal in the early rounds, and then beating Norwich, and I think we've got either Southampton or Watford in the next round. We can't complain because we, we've had quite a favourable draw. So apart from City, we're looking at one of the favourites in that competition too. Europa League, you would have said that was the strongest team in there. So I do think that with Jurgen Klopp winning almost everything at Liverpool, the Europa League is the only trophy where no, I think it was in his first season. He played that final. We ended up losing 3-1. So it'll be a good... I guess it'll be good for him and the rest of the team to sort of, you know, finally win that for him. And with the Prem, we always know that it's going to be difficult. We know that with Kevin De Bruyne back, City's going to mount a charge that is going to be almost impossible to fight against. But if anyone can, then this Liverpool team has shown that they have the minerals to do that. So I think the team's really going to press on. We've got a lot of youth players coming through. I think Bradley had a fantastic match against Chelsea and he had a good showing against Norwich as well. So hopefully he can really test Trent for that right back position. And with a bunch of other players coming back from injury, um, they sort of come back at the right time. I give a shout out to Jota. He has been an absolutely fantastic player for us recently. I know it's no secret that I'm a, I can be slightly critical of him at times, but I think in Salah's absence that he's really taken the responsibility of being the main man up front for us. And I hope he kicks on and can finish the season strongly. And Darwin Nunes, the man that never disappoints, you know, he, he makes me smile whenever he plays. And I think that game against Chelsea sort of sums him up. You know, he gets into the right positions he does everything right and he just lacks that little bit of quality when it comes to shooting. But I have no complaints over his general play. And to be fair, he is a handful for practically most teams that he plays against. So credit to him. Um, so yeah, I, t I think that that will be my my piece for, for now. And I'll let the other boys have theirs. Nah, do you know what? It's been a mad one. It's been a mad one. Ify, what are you saying? Um, yeah, man. Obviously, big news with Jurgen Klopp. 
announcing that he's going to leave Liverpool. Um, obviously, top manager in his time here. Um, the job that he's done, where he picked Liverpool up from to where he's taking them, I think it can't be underestimated, man. He's a top, top manager. Um, you know, obviously, Liverpool being the rivals, like you, you got to put your hands up and, and say when and just appreciate greatness, man. Like, you know, whenever we've had the discussion about Pep versus Klopp, for me, I've always gone Klopp because I felt like the job that he's done is just is just a lot more impressive, you know what I'm saying? Like, the way he's able to get the maximum out of his players, um, you know, players who probably aren't, like, the highest level. Um, I think that's a big, big job. And like his charisma and his personality and everything and the energy that he has um, and the way he connects with, with Liverpool fans. And it's just like, it's, it's, honestly, man, I've got to take my hat off to him, man. He's a top, top manager. Um, he's definitely top five in the Premier League era. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I think it's weird. I, I don't really know where the next step is. Um I can't see him managing like a Real Madrid or Barcelona. Um, I feel like he's he's too pure for for that kind of club, isn't it? Like them clubs are always there's always some sort of scandal going on. Um, obviously not PSG as well. Would he go to Bayern? I don't know because of the rivalry with Dortmund. It's probably gonna be it's probably looking like a German national team, but I I felt like Klopp would be wasted in international football, man. You know what I'm saying? It's basically like a part-time job, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, whatever he chooses to do, uh, good luck to him. And I can say that because he's not a Liverpool manager anymore. Um, you know, f- uh, as of now, I hope he loses that Liverpool. I hope he loses that title for Liverpool. Um, I-, I hope he doesn't get the happy ending. Um, but, hey, man, big up to him, in it. Um <clears throat> And uh, yeah, in terms of in terms of United, because uh, I have to talk about United. Uh, yeah, man, it's a very very good win against Wolves on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, it was Thursday, isn't it? Yeah, Thursday. Um, obviously, we never make it easy. Uh, you know, our key part is is a is a bozo. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know. I'm not really mad at the fact that we conceded three goals. Uh, I'm I'm more happy that we that we're finally scoring. You know what I mean? That's been the issue with United for the whole season. Like we're finally scoring goals. Hoyland, he's putting the ball in the in the back of the net. Rashford, you know what I mean? Answering his critics on the pitch. You know what I mean? Like he's he's not he's not really had a good week. Uh, you know, off the pitch, but that's how you answer the doubters, isn't it? You do it on the pitch. Uh, so big up to him. Um, and uh, listen, man, Kobe Mainu, man, he's the truth. This kid is the truth, man. Honestly, for me, he's he's the best. He's the best player that United have produced from the academy for a very, very long time. Do you know what I'm saying? Probably since like you have to go back to like to like the class of '92 guys, bruv. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, obviously, you you've had Rashford, but. I just felt, but nobody was really talking about Rashford like that before he broke into the team, before he broke into the first team. Do you know what I'm saying? 
Um, I think Kobe Mainu, man, like this kid, he he could be any, he could be as good as he wants, man. He's quality. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, but whether this is a a, a turn in a corner, I, I don't know, man, because United they'll you know, you know they'll win, they'll win this game, but then they'll they're gonna lose the next game in it. Like that's why they are where they are in the table because it's just so inconsistent. So who knows, man? Uh, and yeah, uh, in in terms of Arsenal, uh, yeah, man, Arsenal just kind of, you know, they they're basically the they're they're basically the dark horses now, in it because uh, after all that gas, yeah, at, at the start of the season, uh, about you know, yeah, like f- being the favourites and stuff, and they're gonna be the closest challenges to see, like. I, I, I don't think they can deal with that pressure. I think it kind of suits them to be the the ones in, in the shadows. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the ones who no one's really talking about. So, um, yeah, man. That's all i got to say, really. Yeah, no. Nah, you know what? I hear it. I hear it. Lastly, Ben, what's your view? It has indeed been a crazy week of football. And, you know, let me begin with, you know, the news that, you know, shook the core of the Liverpool fan base. You know, the news that Jurgen Klopp is going to leave Liverpool at the end of the season. It seems like Jurgen Klopp needs a break and, you know, it's fully deserved. Um, He's competed with City. He's basically won almost every trophy for Liverpool, you know, apart from, I believe, the Europa League. So, you know... He's been this well, you know. He's been a world class manager in the Premier League, so you know, big up Jurgen Klopp. But you know, as an Arsenal fan, I hope <laughs> him leaving Liverpool does it inspire Liverpool, you know, to win the league, you know, even more because they're already top. So you know, but um, yeah, life comes at you fast, Liverpool fans. <laughs> but um, yeah, let me move on to the midweek fixtures. So. I could see that Aston Villa lost 3-1 to Newcastle. So after a promising start to the season where it looks like they were, you know, mounting a charge for the top four, they've kind of, well, they've slightly um, fallen off a little bit. So we shall see what happens with Aston Villa in the future. But um, it's a good result for Arsenal and Spurs, I guess. Um Also, Crystal Palace beat Sheffield United 3-2. Crystal Palace been very inconsistent this season so um yeah it's kind of hard to predict where crystal palace will finish this season to be fair and then i'll move on to luton versus brighton um luton beat brighton 4-0 i couldn't believe it arsenal lonely sambi lakonga got an assist on the water assist it was as well you know so you know i'm not saying sambi lakonga's gonna show any promise for arsenal or you know, you could actually have an impact on Arsenal, but it seems like he's starting to adjust that looting, so that's good for the future. Um, the Fulham drew 0-0 against Everton midweek at Craven Cottage. Not much to say about a 0-0. And the mighty Arsenal beat Nottingham Forest 2-1, you know. Um, Arsenal pretty much dominated the game, you know. Gabriel Jesus and Bukayo Saka came through and scored. And it just about keeps us in the title race, you know. Just about, you know. 
Also, Benoit and Zinchenko, you know, they caught up at the end of the game, you know, and for some reason, Arteta wants to be talking about Zinchenko and Benoit sharing wives in his press conference. I don't know what to say about that. It's absolute madness from my gaffer, but, you know, we shall move on, you know, to the Wednesday fixtures where Liverpool met Chelsea and absolutely annihilated them 4-1. Absolutely annihilated Chelsea. But Darwin Nunes, <laughs> that brother's both cares for Liverpool and whatever opponent Liverpool face because, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about that guy. How can you hit the post or hit the woodwork four times in the game without scoring, but have an impact on the game and get an assist? I, I, I don't know for Nunes, but, you know, he's an anomaly. And then... Let's move on to the Spurs game. Spurs played Brentford and they beat Brentford 3-2. And it seems that no more pay is the villain of the Premier League, you know, doing James Madison celebration, you know, that death row rattled a lot of cages. <laughs> but, you know, Spurs managed to get the win, so, you know, can look shit on more pay, but even so, seems like he's the pantomime villain of the Premier League, you know. So long may it continue. And the last game that was played on Wednesday was City versus Burnley. The City beat Burnley three one. Not much to say about that, you know. City's back on the ball. I'll move on to Thursday fixtures where West Ham drew one one with Bournemouth. Again, not much to say on that, you know. Again, I don't know. I don't really know where West Ham are going to finish this season. Um, their form has been really inconsistent, but you know. There's still a long way to go. And I'll move on to the last game that was played on Thursday, which is Wolves versus Manchester United. The game resulted in, what's it, Man United win the game uh, 4-3. And what a goal by Kobe Maino. You know, that's the only positive I'll give Manchester United is Kobe Maino. What a winner. What composure from the young lad. You know, he is the future of Manchester United. And, you know, hopefully, you know, they create a team around him where he can grow, you know. But there's question marks over that. But, you know, that's my quick summary of the midweek fixtures. Um, Yeah. um, I hope everyone has a good week. And, yeah, um, we'll catch up next week. Thank you guys for listening to the pod. I know it's been a different one today. Next week, we will be back with a proper one uh, with all of us on the pod and we will review everything that's just happened. So yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoy your week and we'll see you next week.